Hello, and thank you for tuning in to The Gathering Church, a place of grace. Sit back, relax, and listen in. It is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good will. In other words, the Holy Spirit, the moment you accepted Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit came to live inside of you. See, God is not around you. The Bible says he lives on the inside of you now. The Bible says that you have become the temple of God. The temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we come to church, but this is not the temple. This, this building can burn down right after service is over, but the church, the gathering church will still stand because it's not the building that makes the church. It's the people. We could be on the street corner and still have church. Praise the Lord. But God is calling us. He lives on the inside of us. You've become the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is teaching you how to be like Christ. And when you get convicted, you say, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Or you say, oh, my conscience, I heard, I heard a voice told me. Ain't no voice told you. That's God talking to you. Something told me. No, something didn't tell you. God told you. You call it something. He's not something. He's not an it. I feel it. No, you don't feel it. You feel him. He is a person. He's the third person of the Trinity. He is a person. He has feelings. You can offend God as you can. You know what offends God? Your sin. Your pride. Your arrogance. It's offensive. It stinks to him. And so when we don't do this, when we don't allow the work of sanctification to happen in us, it becomes offensive. And what happens when someone gets offended? What they do? They stop talking to you. They distance themselves. They say, okay, hey, hey, hi, praise the Lord, okay. You haven't called me in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, I know, I've just been, you know, kind of busy. All right, see, so have a great time. That's what the Holy Spirit does to us. Because until we're ready to get it right with God, he keeps himself away from us. And so we wonder, I don't feel like God's hearing my prayer. I don't feel his presence no more. What's happening? What, what, what's going on? You're not connected because you have allowed sin to overtake your life. And so you don't have victory. You don't have power for living. You're, you're just living on empty because you're not experiencing the fullness of your salvation. He said, I've come that you might have a life and have it more abundantly. Some of us are not living abundant lives. We're living beneath our means. God has so much purpose. Some of you are like, well, man, Pastor, I wish I could make money. If you give your heart to God, God will make you a millionaire. I've seen him do it before. Work out your own salvation. There's a work happening. We become a Christian, there's a work. There's a work. There has to be a dedication. One of the things I admire about our piano player, Brother Jonathan, he works. He plays so keys. He don't just come on Sunday and go, do, 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 do. oh, I just have it off my head. No, 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 no. This brother practices. If we don't give him the call sheet by Wednesday, I'm getting a text. Pastor, do you know the songs for this Sunday coming up? I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. He texted me 7 o'clock in the morning. What's wrong with you? But I love that because he's dedicated. He said, I don't want to come in God's house and embarrass God. 
with the gift that he's given me. So I'm going to make sure that I know and I'm prepared for it. There's a work that has to happen. He has to perfect this thing. So when we execute it, it can be done in excellence. Your walk with Christ has to be done in excellence. Remember one of the words for sanctification was perfection. This walk is a walk of perfection. I'm getting better at it every day. So what? I slipped up on Monday, but don't mean I'm going to sleep up this Monday because I'm learning my lesson. Last scripture. Romans 12. Read for me a portion of scripture. 1 through 2. It says, therefore. You hear therefore. It means therefore. Listen, something's coming. Therefore. Say, I urge you. Urge. You read the King James. It says, I beseech thee. That means I strongly encourage you. In other words, pay attention to what I'm about to say next. It says, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Here we go. What's next? Holy and pleasing to God. That word holy is the same word, sanctification. In other words, set apart. For the Father's use. In other words, you are striving to walk in holiness. You're not doing the same as you used to do. Pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Pastor, I thought worship was the worship experience we have on Sundays. No. No, 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 no. That, this, this is a worship service. But when you receive Jesus Christ into your life, your life becomes worship to him. He's more concerned about your life than what you sing in church on a Sunday. Because your life speaks volumes. If your life is not lining up to the Christian walk or the Christian life, then your life is not worshiping him. You can sing all the songs you want to sing on Sunday. You can listen to all the gospels you want to listen to. But you have no victory. But you're not doing it his way. And so you're missing out on the abundant life that he promised you. It's when you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Pastor, how can a living and a sacrifice go? A sacrifice is something that's dead, isn't it? Sure is. It sure is dead. Let me explain. Let me explain to you what... What that means real quick. And it's, it's a scripture that explains it all. In Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, <laughs> I live. Yet not I, but Christ that lives within me. The life that I now live, now I'm a Christian, I live by faith in the Son of God. Because why? Who gave himself up for me. So in other words, now that you're a Christian, you're not living for yourself anymore. And this is where the problem comes in. Either you're living for your own selfish deeds or you're going to live for God. See, if I, see, give you an example. Give you an example. When I got married about 10 years ago, my plan, amen, I, I have, I'm a trained IT professional. I build websites. I have, I have a tech background, certifications, all that stuff. That was my focus. And then when it's with, after 9-11, the, the IT industry went down the drain. So I started working at a bank. So I said, okay, a bank. I'm 
focus on the bank. And God was like, I'm calling you to be a pastor. Now I can say, Lord, that's nice, but I will be a banker. If I was still in the bank industry today, I'd probably have my old branch and everything. I said, that's what I want to do. I want to make some money. I don't want to be struggling. I want to be set. Okay? This is what I want to do. And Christ said, that's not what you want to do, but this is what I want you to do. You're going to pastor. And I'm like, well, Lord, I don't know about that. We have to talk more about that. And for a whole year, my wife can tell you, I struggled with this call. And it was people around, you see, and, and the thing is, when God tells you to do something, sometimes everybody's not going to be in agreement with it. So look for everybody to go, whoo, you do what God told you to do, because everybody's not going to be excited. And I struggled with this thing. And I realized that I wasn't going to have rest or peace until I did it God's way. And when I did it God's way, God made all of the riches, all the things that I needed, all the things I desired abound towards me. Miracles came from left and right that still sustain me to this day. See, God knows what you have need of. That's what the scripture says. But when you try to scheme, okay, and you try to do it your way, you will always wind up a dollar short and a day late. Because you cannot compare what you can do with God's blessing. Or some of you do what you do, what you do, and you say, oh, this is God's blessing. That's not God's blessing. But the Bible says that God's blessings make you rich and added no sorrow. And the Bible says he would do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or even think. If you're still asking and thinking, then you didn't get it yet. Because he exceeds his own greatness. He'll do more than what you ask him to do. That's how you know you're walking in God's promises. This walk is a progressive walk. Sanctification is the process God uses to make me more like Christ. I'm going back to Romans 12. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. In other words, before you became a Christian, the world has a pattern. We operate in that pattern as sinners. When we come to Christ, amen, he opens it up to a new world. Like the song that, that, that you hear, amen, in, in Disney, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. You know, you hear that song, a whole new world. When you come to Jesus Christ, he opens you up to a whole new world. That means... Everything is different. Everything is new. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Something new happens. When Christ comes into your heart, something new happens. And so now you have to begin to work out your salvation. What do you do? Every day before you start your day, you make a choice. Am I going to do it God's way? I'm going to do it my way. Now, see, this is the problem. People came to church last Sunday. They said, Pastor, I hear the word. I'm going to do it God's way today. I do it God's way on Sunday. But when they wake up on Monday, they're back to their old ways. And this is how we have the, the, the hypocrisy in the church. Because we call ourselves saved, but we're not walking daily with the Lord. This walk is not just a one-time prayer walk. This walk is a daily walk. See, some of you never heard this before. This is not just a happy, clapping, feel good, praise God. This is a daily walk. 
And if you want to grow, if you want to experience Christ, then you have to go. Mother, am I talking right? Some of y'all look at me like I'm speaking Chinese in here. Naoma. We have to choose to do it God's way. Pick up your cross daily. Well, Pastor, I don't know that much about God. That's why you come to Bible study. Amen? You come to Bible study to learn about God. Amen? Pastor Edgar, he's working on getting the Bible study curriculum together. So you can have Bible study. So you can have a progress. This is a progressive sanctification. I'm growing in my walk with God. Just like on your job, you grow after time to a next position. And after a while, you get bored doing the same things. So you think, I need to do something different. You get bored on the same level in your faith with God. You want more. It's okay to want more. It's okay. You better want more. I said, Lord, I'm not satisfied where I am. I want more of you. This is not, it was good for yesterday, but for today, I need more. It's okay to ask God for his strength. It's for his grace. It's for his mercy. You need to ask him because that's what keeps you. But see, if we don't know the word of God, if we're not growing in this, in this walk with God on a daily basis, we'll easily fall back and do the things we used to do. We'll easily stop coming to church. We'll easily stop doing things. We'll easily stop believing God. And next we know God is some far out figment of our imagination somewhere out there. And then we just become religious. Religious people don't have a relationship with God. They say all the right things. I call them professional Christians. They don't say all the right things at the right time, but there's no substance to them. They're like a hologram. From afar, they look good. But you come a little closer, you're like, oh my God, your life is a wreck. And you call yourself a Christian? Oh, Lord. No, 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 no. My God. Because you're not walking out sanctification. You're not growing in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You have to grow. When you come to Christ, you're like a little baby. That's why we call you babes in Christ. I don't know if we even use that term anymore. But what I got to say is to call you a babe in Christ. You're a baby. So now you're learning spiritual truths. You're learning how to grow and to mature and to grow and to grow and to grow and to grow. The Bible says we go from glory to glory, from one place to another place, from faith to faith. In other words, your faith is getting stronger the more you learn about him. Sanctification is the process God uses to make me more like Christ. Amen. As we get ready to close, my bishop, Carlton Theophilus Brown. Amen. Shout out to Pastor Brown. Amen. Of Bethel Gospel Assembly. He first assumed the role of senior pastor back in the year 2000, 12 years ago. Wow. He wrote an affirmation that I thought was so powerful. And we've said it here a couple times in the past. But I like this affirmation because it talks basically about the process of sanctification. See, sanctification is God changing you. It's him transforming you so you can become more like him. You can think like God thinks. You can talk like God talks. You can act like God acts. Amen. You can do it the way he wants you to do it according to his word. And basically, the affirmation basically says, I am accountable. When you're a Christian, you better be accountable to somebody. See, if you're doing this long range, I'm all by myself stuff, you ain't going to grow. You better get you a buddy, get you a friend, 
Talk to a pastor. Talk to a leader. Talk to my wife. Talk to somebody. Because if you're trying to do this Christian walk by yourself, you're not going to make it. No man is an island unto himself. You need somebody to talk to. Even myself as a pastor. I have other pastors and other leaders that I talk to. Amen. Because it's going to be a time when you're low, when you're empty. You feel like, I can't make it another day. And that's the time you need to connect with somebody. They can pray you through. They can encourage you. They can help you to grow. Say, you know what? Don't give up. Don't give up. God is with you. I am accountable. Next one, I am correctable. I'm correctable. In other words, you can deal with correction. When someone says you're wrong, you don't get an attitude. You're not always trying, well, 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 tell me what I did wrong. I told you what you did wrong. Some people are defensive. You can't can't correct them. You can't tell them nothing. Well, I didn't know. And and Just be quiet and just take it. You were wrong. It's okay. Take it in love. I'm correctable. I am transformable. In other words, I don't have to do the things I used to do. I used to cuss. Amen. Fornicate. Smoke cigarettes. All that stuff. But I don't do the things I used to do. God has transformed me. I am transformable. It continues to say, presenting myself a living sacrifice unto God. In other words, I'm that living sacrifice. I'm dead to the world. I'm alive in Christ. It says, by the grace of God, by the love of God, by the word of God, I am completely supplied in Christ Jesus onto all good works. In other words, I have all that I need to walk out this life the way God wants me to walk it out. I am completely supplied. So I just want you to repeat this after me. Say, so I am accountable. That sounds kind of weak. I am accountable. Give me some attitude. Come on. I am correctable. I am transformable. Presenting myself as a living sacrifice unto God. By the grace of God. By the love of God. By the word of God, I am completely supplied in Christ Jesus unto all good works. Amen. We are completely supplied. Today is our decision. Are we going to do it God's way? Or are we going to do it our way? This Christian walk is on a Sunday walk only. We have a lot of SMOs. I call them SMOs, Sunday morning only people. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they somewhere else. That's not the type of life that God's calling us to live. Some of you never heard it like this before. But it's the truth. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. And God wants us to operate in truth today. The Bible says, the truth shall make you free. You are free today. Are you going to choose freedom or are you going to choose to walk in ignorance? It's your choice. But God wants us to walk in a sanctified life. He wants us to cut off. Remember, sanctification, to cut off some stuff. That means some relationships you need to cut off today. You need to delete some folk out your phone. Unfriend somebody on Facebook. 
<laughs> I'll come there if you need me to. Come on. That means you got to avoid some people. Let some things go. Stop doing certain things. Stop trying to scheme and have it your way. God, what is your way? What, what way do you want me to do it, Lord? Connecting with God. Amen. While the music is playing, I want to pray. We have to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He calling us to, he's calling us to grow today. This walk is not just, I'm saved and that's it. No, I'm saved now what? Sanctification. I'm running for my life. In other words, I'm living the life that God has for me. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm Holy Ghost filled. Fire baptized. The water baptized. Amen. I'm running for my life. I'm living the life that God has for me. All heads bowed, eyes closed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we bless you this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. you this morning. I hear your word and I realize that I said the sinner's prayer. I, I believe I received Christ in my life as my Lord and Savior, but I stopped right there. I have not been walking through the process of sanctification. I have not been allowing the Lord to lead me and to allow me to grow in my faith and my walk with him. I see that there are some areas in my life that are lacking. I know God wants to change, but it's been a struggle. If that's you this morning, just stand up where you are. I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's more. There's more. God has more for you. God has more for you. So I hear in my heart, he said he has more. He has more, but you got to want it. You got to want it. You got to ask him for it. You have not because you ask not. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. He's calling in this morning. Is there another this morning who can say, Pastor, that's me. I know God is calling me to sanctification. I received him, but I know he wants more from me. I know he wants more from me. I know he wants more from me. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, herself, pick up their cross daily and follow me. Hallelujah. I'll wait 10 more seconds and we're going to pray. Is there another? I'm struggling. You're not walking in sanctification. Pastor, I keep going back to this thing. Every few months, I think I'm free from it, but I keep going back. I keep struggling, and I can't tell nobody because I, I feel ashamed. I'm talking to you this morning. The Lord is calling you out this morning. He loves you that much. 
this is not a place of shame. This is a place of grace. We all, including me, have fallen short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Amen. Those who are standing, I just want you to lift your hands up. It's a sign of surrenderance. It's saying, Lord, I can. I can't, but you can. I can't do this by myself, but you can. Father, I'm praying right now for my brothers and my sisters who are standing this morning, Lord. Lord, I'm praying that you would help them, that you would strengthen them on their journey, Lord. Father God, we all have fallen short. All like sheep, we have gone astray. But because of your love, your grace, your mercy that is given to us every day, Father, you have called us to walk out the plan of salvation, to walk in the fullness of salvation, which means full deliverance. Father, I'm praying that you will help my brothers and my sisters this morning to walk like you, to act like you, to respond like you. Father, whatever their struggles are this morning, whether it be internal struggles, whether it be external things, Lord God, deeds, maybe things that they're struggling with their with what they're saying, or relationships, or people they need to cut off, or maybe people they need to connect with, God. Lord, I'm praying whatever it is, Lord God, that you will help them this morning. Father, your word says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. In other words, that you live on the inside of us. And so I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will grant them the strength that they need this morning, Lord. I'm praying, Lord God, that you'll give them the grace to live victoriously, to live that abundant life that you promised us in John 10.10, Lord. We know the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but you've come that we might have life and have life abundantly, Lord. So I pray for that abundant life, that spirited life, that life with meaning and purpose and vigor. I pray for that life that has purpose, that life that understands the destiny that they have in you, Lord, this morning. Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke your lies, your schemes. I rebuke everything you would try to set against these children of God. And I pray for the divine protection that you'll cover them and keep them in your precious blood. In the name of Jesus. Father, I bless you and I praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord.